Welcome to American Indian and Alaska Native Living, a program designed to educate and inspire listeners throughout Indian country. American Indian and Alaska Native Living is hosted by Dr. David DeRose, a board-certified specialist in both internal medicine and preventive medicine. Dr. DeRose has a wide range of experience with Native health issues, and he is here today to help you learn more about your health. Here is Dr. DeRose. Indeed, this is Dr. David DeRose with today's edition of American Indian and Alaska Native Living Radio. We're talking today about a very, very important topic. It definitely is front and center on the minds of people throughout Indian country, but it is a worldwide concern, and the concern is immune enhancement. How do we improve our immune systems? But I'm going to suggest to you that we need to be talking about something more than that. I am calling the focus of today's program Beyond Immune Enhancement. It's actually the title of a YouTube video that I released earlier in 2021. We're going to be featuring content from that free YouTube video, as well as sharing material from another YouTube video that I put out called Three Overlooked Keys to High Blood Pressure Control. Why would I pull together content from two videos, one on the immune system and another on blood pressure, and put those in today's show? There's at least two good reasons. One is these two things are actually interrelated. Diabetes, high blood pressure, immune functioning, all tie together, and you'll see that in today's show. Really important stuff, including a lot of practical insights that you'll want to apply in your own life. We're also going to be sharing how you can get some free resources that we've already been making available via the YouTube video. You'll find out how to get those free resources as well, including a free full-length copy of one of my books, But beyond that, this show is a great example of how we're using different platforms to get out the messages that we've been sharing on American Indian and Alaska Native Living. So realize this, Compass Health Consulting, the YouTube channel, you can get enhanced video content from our radio program. And now we're drawing from my YouTube channel videos to share on radio, kind of making the circle complete. Great material. As we begin this presentation, I tell you why I'm talking about beyond immune enhancement, not simply talking about just boosting our immune systems. We want to talk about what you can do to improve immunity, but we want to talk also about some things that many are not telling us that can make a big difference, especially if you're concerned about COVID-19. Before I get into the material that I've prepared for you, I want to let you know in this presentation, I'm going to be sharing with you some free resources. I'll be telling you how you can get one of my free books, uh, absolutely free. It's a book that will make a difference because it deals with the very subject of infectious diseases and immunity. I'll tell you more about it in a few minutes. I'm also going to offer you free of charge a extensive handout that looks at specific strategies that can help your immune system. And finally, along with my free resources, I'm going to be sharing with you an absolutely free lifestyle change program. I've worked in some of the best lifestyle change facilities. You might call them medical spas here in the United States and in Europe. And I've put together a 30-day program, about five minutes a day, free YouTube videos. You'll find out how you can take advantage of those as we go along our presentation today. So a lot of free materials that I'm going to put in your hands, but more than anything, I want to give you some practical tools that can help you improve your immune system, 
and thrive even in these challenging times. With that in mind, I want to begin by framing things perhaps a little bit differently than they've been framed lately. Remember, I'm calling this beyond immune enhancement. Why beyond immune enhancement? We're going to be talking about your immune system, simple, practical things that you can do. I'm not going to be selling you any supplements, anything like that. I just want to give you some practical things that you can do to improve your immune system. But we've got to go beyond that. Because if you're concerned about COVID-19, and if you've been keeping up with the medical literature or reports based on it, you realize that many of the casualties of COVID-19, many of the complications, are due to circulatory problems. COVID-19 is affecting optimal blood fluidity. That's right. People with severe disease, they tend to have problems that impair blood flow. This is why we're seeing an increased risk of things like strokes and heart attacks, even kidney failure. So beyond immune enhancement, this presentation is going to look at things that can improve your circulatory system as well. We'll find that some of the very same things that can improve your immune system can also improve your circulation. You say, well, who am I to be speaking about this? Sure, I'm an MD. I've got a master's in public health degree. But hey, there's a whole lot of people who've got those credentials that are out there saying things that are really conflicting. I want to tell you two of the reasons why I think I'm especially equipped to share this material. First of all, I'm a best-selling author. I've written two books that deal with subjects that interface directly with this topic. These two books, typically in the top 100 best-selling preventive medicine books on Kindle, on Amazon's platform, one of them consistently among the top 10 books in its category. That book I'm talking about is something called 30 Days to Natural Blood Pressure Control. 30 Days to Natural Blood Pressure Control. I'm going to actually be going through some practical pointers because these same keys, uh, I don't know if you see the subtitle there, the No Pressure Solution, we're going to use that mnemonic to give you 10 practical strategies to improve your immune system and decrease your risk of circulatory health issues, whether you have COVID-19 or not. The other reason is the other book that I'm referring to is called The Methuselah Factor. It is my most recent book, and The Methuselah Factor is dealing with blood fluidity. So I look in this book comprehensively at things that can decrease your risk of stroke and heart attack, that can decrease your risk of diabetic complications, that can help you perform better physically. So I'm going to be gleaning from these two books 10 practical strategies that can help your immune system, that's right, can help your immune system, and can also decrease your risk of some of the problems that are occurring in the context of COVID-19. So with that in mind, let's talk about no pressure. No pressure is the mnemonic that I and my two co-authors, Dr. Greg Steinke and nurse practitioner Trudy Lee, use in our best-selling book, 30 Days to Natural Blood Pressure Control. What does no pressure stand for? No pressure stands for simple strategies that can make a difference. We're going to find it can make a difference in your immune system as well as your blood pressure. We could just as well talk about how it could help your diabetes, how it can help you lose weight, but what does no pressure stand for? The N stands for nutrition. The O for optimal choice of beverages. P is for physical activity. R is for rest. E for environment. S for stress management. The second S is for social support. U is for the use of natural adjuncts. R is for refraining from pressors and excesses. And E 
is for exercising faith. We're going to talk about all of these 10 strategies in brief overview fashion because I'm going to let you know, like I said, about other resources that you can get free of charge that can help you along this journey. So let's dive in. I know it may seem logical to start right at the top, but here's what I've found. Many people, when I start speaking about nutrition and uh, optimal choice of beverages, they say, I know all that stuff. I've already got my mind made up. We will address those things before we finish, but let's start first with physical activity. Physical activity is so important when it comes to optimizing your immune system. This is the perfect time to tell you about one of the free resources, the first of the three free resources I've got for you. It is a free book. It is my book, Evading Ebola. Now, a lot of folks say evading Ebola, but we're not concerned about Ebola. We're concerned about COVID-19. Evading Ebola is a book that before most people were talking about it, I was telling people about inapparent infections. That's right, inapparent infections, these asymptomatic illnesses. Did you know it's not just with COVID-19? It's not just with influenza. It was true with Ebola. Strong medical evidence. When I put together this book showing what? Showing that many people had had Ebola infection. They showed immune responses in their blood, but they never got clinically ill. So the thesis behind this book was what can you do to improve your immune system to help address Ebola? Many of these same strategies can help you with COVID-19. At least that's what the data suggests to this physician's eyes. In this book, Evading Ebola, and it's how do you get it free? Let me just tell you. You just go to my website, compasshealth.net slash Ebola. Compasshealth.net slash Ebola, and you can get a free copy right there. If you don't want to go to my website, you can buy a copy of the book on Amazon, okay? I think right now the only place we're offering the ebook, it's not on Kindle, I don't believe, at the present time. We're only offering it through compasshealth.net. But if you want a physical copy, yes, that's right, it is still sold on Amazon. So evading Ebola, compasshealth.net slash Ebola. You can get a copy of the book. It's a pretty quick read. Uh, what have we got in here? Uh, less than 100 pages. And it's going to walk you through many of these natural strategies. Exercise. Why is it so important? Exercise helps to optimize your immune system. It's been shown in numerous studies. If you want to optimize your immune system, be physically active. Now, a lot of folks tell me, I hate exercise. I don't want to do anything. Here's the best strategy I can give you because this video is focused on practical strategies. Do something. Start with even five minutes a day. Even if it's, well, start with a minute a day. If it's just walking out to your mailbox, yes, if it's icy out, put some um, stable icers on or something to give you some grip as you go out to your mailbox, okay? But my point is, do it safely, but do something physically active. I recommend doing it every day and start with something. Even if it's just five minutes, get into the habit of exercise being a part of your daily routine. Now, here's where I'm going to tell you about the second free resource I've got for you. It is this free lifestyle program. And you can also get it by going to my website, compasshealth.net. This time you're wanting to go to the resource section and under help for high blood pressure. I'll also put a link along with this video, where you can link directly to a playlist. That's right, a playlist that is designed to walk you through a 30-day program. What I do, simple installments, about five minutes a day, I tell you practical things you can do. Some of those things early on are about exercise. We'll talk about isometric exercise, things you can do in your chair if you don't want to go outside in the cold, okay? 
but we'll talk more about the benefits of getting outside in a few minutes. Okay, so the first thing you want to do is be physically active. Start doing something, and a lot of strategies in my free video series, other practical suggestions in the book Evading Ebola, those are yours free. Let's go down the list. No pressure. The R stands for rest. Rest, extremely important. You've been hearing a lot of people talk about the importance of getting adequate sleep. I'm challenged with this many times. I know many of you might be. I'm doing telemedicine right now. A lot of doctors, of course, great demands on telemedicine services. For many years, I worked uh, in a physical clinic location and uh, seeing patients there. Right now, I've scaled down my clinical work, but such demand for telemedicine. So I'm working with that same clinic where I worked for a number of years, seeing some of the same patients I've worked with over the years. And what am I doing? These virtual visits. I know that may not sound glamorous. I'm not on the front lines. That's right. And my hat's off to those of my colleagues who are. But telemedicine services, I'm actually in the Eastern time zone. I'm rendering them on the West Coast because that's where I practice for many years. So you say, well, what does that have to do with rest? The problem is that if you're working into the evening on the West Coast, that's getting pretty late on the East Coast. Now, pretty late is a relative term, but here's where I'm going with all this. The medical research suggests if you want to get the optimum benefit from your sleep, get to bed early. 10 o'clock seems to be a magic number. If you can get to bed by 10 o'clock, it's going to optimize the output of things like growth hormone and melatonin. And I'll tell you about melatonin because the research is indicating that melatonin may have special benefits for the immune system as well as for sleep. We talk about melatonin in some detail in our book, 30 Days to Natural Blood Pressure Control. Let me give you one key concept there. Blood pressure lowering effects from melatonin as well but you want to use a continuous release or a slow release melatonin preparation. Get your rest. On my website, compasshealth.net, a free handout on common strategies to help you sleep. We call it sleep hygiene. It's the most extensive table in our book, our blood pressure book. It's free to you. Just go to our free resource section on my compasshealth.net webpage. This is Dr. David DeRose stepping away from the soundtrack of a recently released YouTube video that I put out called Beyond Immune Enhancement, letting you know that we've got a lot more coming up in today's show. We'll be featuring it right after these important messages. Stay tuned. Today's broadcast has been pre-recorded. However, if you have questions about today's show or would like further information, please reach out to us on the web at A-I-A-N-L dot O-R-G. That stands for American Indian Alaska Native Living. Again, A-I-A-N-L dot org. Or you can call us at 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. We'll be right back after this. The following is a public service announcement for victims of child abuse. For 13 and one half years, I was the victim of severe child abuse. I was being beaten, cursed, and deprived of any kind of love and care. It was a big secret. Children are born to be loved, not to be abused. If you've experienced child abuse, find someone to talk to, someone you can trust and share your hurt and disappointments. Go to overcomingabuse.org. That's overcomingabuse.org. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. 
but these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. I'm here to warn you about telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Some of these scammers may say threatening things like you will be arrested if you don't make payments or provide personal information. Do not fall for these tricks. These calls are not from us. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you for information or money. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Never give the caller your personal information, like your Social Security number or bank account, or send money in any form, cash, gift cards, wire transfers, or prepaid debit cards. Report the call to our law enforcement arm, the Office of the Inspector General at oig.ssa.gov. Share this information with your friends and family. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian and Alaska Native Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. Welcome back to American Indian and Alaska Native Living Radio. I'm Dr. David DeRose. We are sharing audio content from a recently released YouTube video that I shared called Beyond Immune Enhancement. We continue now with audio footage from that video teaching you practical things that you can do to improve your immune system and more. Let's move on. We've talked about physical activity. We've talked about rest. What does the E stand for? E stands for environment. Environment is so important when it comes to optimal immune system, optimal circulation. Let's look at it this way. One of the things that undermines your immune system are stress hormones. If you disrupt your sleep, if you're not getting adequate sleep, the way you function the next day is by ramping up stress hormones. You can do that by having a cup of coffee. And I'm not saying you can't do that, but it does raise stress hormones. It raises blood pressure. It makes the blood more likely to clot. It makes the blood less fluid. So here's my point. Higher stress hormone levels also have immune dampening effects. They impair immunity. So you want to avoid things that raise stress hormone levels. You want to avoid things that interfere with your sleep. You want to avoid things in the context of what we're talking about, blood fluidity, that adversely impact that. When it comes to environment, one of the things we often don't think about is noise. Noise exposure is deleterious to optimal circulatory function. I talk about this in some detail, or at least give you some good, solid information about it in both of my books, The Methuselah Factor and 30 Days to Natural Blood Pressure Control. What can you do to optimize your environment? If you're in a noisy area, if you can move your bedroom to the side of your home or apartment away from the busiest street, that has actually been shown to have circulatory benefits, including lowering blood pressure. Say, hey, I'm in a one-bedroom apartment. I'm on a busy street. What can I do? Put a pair of earplugs in your ears. That's right. That can make a difference. Let me tell you something else about environment. 
And uh, you can read more about it in the book uh, Evading Ebola. It's in both of my other books. It's so important. And you've been hearing a huge amount about it lately. It has to do with vitamin D. Vitamin D, the sunshine vitamin. This vitamin hormone, very, very, very important. I just saw another medical article, and it was saying something like, uh, doctors don't let any patient with COVID-19 be low in vitamin D. Don't let it happen. Make sure that you're giving significant amounts of vitamin D, especially in people with low vitamin D levels. General rule of thumb that I use in my clinical practice is 5,000 international units a day. If you don't know what your vitamin D status is, that's generally a safe place to start. But I do like people to have their vitamin D levels checked. Then your doctor can tailor it to your own individual needs. 5,000 international units a day, though, seems to be safe for the vast majority of people. In fact, I know of no cases where anyone has gotten toxic taking that amount of vitamin D daily. Typically in the literature, it takes 10,000 international units or more consistently. And even with that amount, many people uh, do not get toxic. You can get too much vitamin D, but a large range of safety. You should be getting vitamin D, whether you're in a warmer, uh, more equatorial uh, part of the United States. You say nothing's equatorial, but you know I'm talking about southern states, Texas, you know, Florida, Southern California. Yes, you can get vitamin D from the sunshine year-round there. But even people in sunnier climates, especially those with darker pigment, hey, those of you that have darker complexions, you are blessed. You're going to have less skin cancers. You're going to have less wrinkling of your skin. But you have a harder time making vitamin D. So a number of reasons why vitamin D can be impaired and vitamin D supplementation can be beneficial. Let's move on. We've been talking about simple things that we can do, things like physical activity, rest, environment. Let's talk about stress management. I've already alluded to uh, to stress and how that adversely affects our immune system, affects our metabolism. That's right. As stress hormones go up, your blood sugar goes up, your blood pressure tends to go up, and all of this is pro-inflammatory. It's making inflammation worse, is it? Well, actually, interesting. The immediate effects of stress hormones are anti-inflammatory. That's why we give cortisone shots. But under these prolonged effects of higher blood sugars and higher blood pressures, they have deleterious effects on the system. So here's the bottom line. Even if that cortisone shot was great for your knee, it was not great likely for your blood sugar or your blood pressure. Try to keep your stress hormone levels as low as possible. The way you do that is with practical stress management strategies. And uh, I walk you through those in my free 30-day lifestyle program. Every seventh day of the program, you may have heard that seven-day cycle before, you know, the weekly cycle. We focus on things that uh, are designed to build up your stress resolve, if you will, to help your resiliency. Let me tell you, as we're talking about those free resources, I'm going to tell you about a handout, one other free resource that you can get, and it has an underlying core of stress management strategies. You say, give me something practical. What can I do for stress management? Let me make it real simple. Wind down before you go to bed at night. Wind down. Don't just watch stressful news reports. Don't balance your checkbook. Don't watch that sports team that always loses and then try to go to bed. Try to give some space before going to bed and whatever you've been doing. Maybe you're going to take a shower. Maybe you're going to listen to some relaxing music. Maybe you're going to do a relaxing hobby. Do something, some inspirational reading. Try to have your mind at ease. This will help your sleep quality and your stress. 
What about the second S in the no pressure mnemonic? We're not wanting to stress you out with this program. We want to give you practical things you can do. The second S is for social support. Now, this has been strained during this pandemic. Why? All this, quote, social distancing. I know a lot of people are saying we'd be better to say physical distancing because we want to be socially connected with people. Here's a, a simple thing you can do. Tell someone else to watch this video and then discuss it with them. You say, I don't really like this video all that much. Why would I tell them that? Well, then pick a video that you like. Do something together with someone, uh, even if it's not simultaneous, and then share that. Communicate with them. Jump online. You know, do FaceTime. Whatever it might be. Get on the phone. You got my message. Very important. Connect with other people socially. No more powerful thing that you can do is to go on a lifestyle program together. That's why I recommend if you're going to go on my free 30-day program, see the link below or go to my website and look under the section Help for High Blood Pressure. You'll see it right under a picture of my 30 Days to Natural Blood Pressure Control book. You'll see links to the YouTube videos for a 30-day program. We call it 30 Days to Natural Diabetes and High Blood Pressure Control. But the principles are good for anyone. Hey, tell you the truth. They're the same principles, the same 30-day program that I have in my book, The Methuselah Factor. So if you don't want to buy the book and you want to get these practical 30 principles, daily principles, just watch my free videos, 30 Days to Natural Diabetes and High Blood Pressure Control. Or you can go to my YouTube page, which is called Compass Health Consulting, Compass Health Consulting. But I'm telling you this because if you do one of those programs, share it with someone else. Say, let's go on this program together. Even if they're across the country, even if they're out of the country, say, let's do this 30-day program together. Compare notes maybe once a week. I know people that have done this in community groups. It makes a difference, social connectedness. You say, okay, well, where are we going from there? What's next on our list? We've been walking through this no-pressure program. We originally devised it to deal with high blood pressure, but right now we're going through it. Why? We're going through it because it can also help you deal with optimizing your immune system. In fact, going beyond immune enhancement and improving your circulatory health, which is one of the places where people tend to fall when it comes to COVID-19. So next we want to talk about use of natural adjuncts. What are natural things you can do that can improve your health, improve your immune system? Well, you've already gathered two of the things that you could do supplement-wise, vitamin D and melatonin. But there are other supplements that are rising to the top, at least suggesting you know, pretty significant benefits in the, the context of infectious diseases and even specifically enhancing the immune system, especially with respect to COVID-19. One that's very promising is zinc. And uh, I'm just going to mention another resource. Some people ask me, have I done a lot of videos on COVID-19? No. But one person, probably my go-to person, if you just want me to be honest with you, online, for COVID-19 information is Dr. Roger Schwelt. Uh, Dr. Schwelt with MedCram, great resource if you're not familiar with that. And uh, I believe it's update 59 of his. Check it out on MedCram.com. Uh, he goes through comprehensively a number of supplements, things that you can do. Uh, zinc is on his list. I typically recommend for people who are supplementing with zinc, 25 milligrams a day. Uh, initially, you can start with 50 but I recommend if you're using it long-term, no more than 25 milligrams. we got a whole chapter in our book, 30 Days to Natural Blood Pressure Control. It's chapter 12 on things that you can do to improve your blood pressure with natural adjuncts. That's right, use of natural adjuncts, natural compounds, whether it's hibiscus tea, whether it's uh, 
coenzyme Q10, whether it's L-tryptophan. We go through all the research there. Feel free to uh, just go on Amazon and browse through the book. Go to Chapter 12 and take a peek uh, at some of that information. Maybe can uh, even save you picking up a copy of the book. But a lot of great information there. And my point is, remember, if you haven't heard this already, and if I haven't made it clear, if you want to avoid COVID-19 and its ravages, the evidence suggests you want to be concerned about things like high blood pressure and diabetes and carrying extra weight. That's why I'm talking with you about a comprehensive program that can help not only your immune system, but can help your circulatory health and can help some of these comorbidities that seem to increase the ravages of COVID-19. You are listening to American Indian and Alaska Native Living Radio. I'm your host, Dr. David DeRose. We're going to be sharing more from my YouTube video audio content speaking about the topic of beyond immune enhancement. Don't miss it. We'll be coming back right after this. American Indian and Alaska Native Living will continue in a moment. If you have questions or comments about today's pre-recorded broadcast, please contact us on the web at AIANL.org or call 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. The following is a public service announcement for victims of child abuse. The most negative thinking in my childhood was the things said to me. I felt like I was a bag of garbage waiting to go to the dump. Please, moms and dads, put a watch on your mouth as you relate to your children. If you've experienced child abuse, find someone to talk to, someone you can trust and share your hurt and disappointments. Go to overcomingabuse.org. That's overcomingabuse.org. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit stoptextstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Dr. Nia Heard-Garris with today's tip for kids from the American Academy of Pediatrics. Every year, hundreds of teens drown. If your teen hasn't learned to swim yet, it's never too late. Even if your teen is a strong swimmer, make sure to supervise kids of any age. No one should swim alone. Teach them to enter the water feet first, wear life jackets on a boat, and never use alcohol or drugs on the water. Drowning is preventable. For more, visit HealthyChildren.org. When it comes to vaping, the truth can get clouded. So let's make it clear. Vaping is not safe for youth. Because vaping can put microscopic particles into your lungs and dangerous things like metals into your body. And nicotine, which can harm a person's brain development through their mid-20s. With appealing flavors, high nicotine levels, and lots of promotion on social media. Many kids think vaping is harmless, but it's not. So talk to your kids about the risks of vaping. Because when you talk, they hear you. Learn more at underagedrinking.samsa.gov. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian and Alaska Native Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. Welcome back to the second half of today's edition of American Indian and Alaska Native Living Radio. I'm Dr. David DeRose. 
We're going to go back now to the audio content drawn from a recent video I released called Beyond Immune Enhancement. We're talking about things you can do to strengthen your bodies as far as dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic, as well as other challenges that we may face in the infectious disease arena. Let's continue with the presentation. Let's move on to R, refraining from pressors and excesses. A lot of people say, what are you talking about? Refraining from pressors and excesses. Pressors are things that raise blood pressure. And I want to talk about one of them. We could just as well talk about this under the beverage section, but I'll mention it right now. It's alcohol. Alcohol is an immune suppressant. Alcohol raises blood pressure. Alcohol, beverage alcohol, promotes weight gain. If you're really serious about optimal immune status, you would totally avoid alcohol. Now, some people are saying, you're crazy. It's one of the things that's helping me get by during this pandemic. I'm just telling you, straight up, this is important. And if alcohol you think is helping you get through the pandemic, I will tell you, I have seen people, because of the pandemic, relying on more alcohol, and I have seen complications, including devastating complications from excessive amounts of alcohol in the context of the pandemic. Okay? I'm not saying every one of you has got to throw out all your alcohol. I do think from a comprehensive health standpoint, that's the best. But I'm talking about 10 strategies. You figure out which ones are going to work for you. Whatever you do, don't look at alcohol as something that's a, a good strategy for stress management. It is likely to end up biting you in the hand, if not somewhere else. Let's go now to nutrition and optimal choice of beverages before we go to exercising faith. And that's what we'll close on. When it comes to nutrition, I know, folks, as I've written about nutrition and spoken about it, done seminars on it, video series on nutrition, I know folks have their minds made up. Some of you say, hey, if you tell me this, I'm going to say that's wrong because uh, I'm following this program and it's working for me. Lay your prejudices aside for just a minute. I want to tell you, if you look at immune enhancement, if you look at decreasing inflammation, if you look at optimizing circulatory health, you have to focus on eating more plant foods. Are you aware? that you can even be on a keto program and eat more plant foods. Vegetables tend to be low in carbohydrates, especially your leaf, stem, and flower vegetables. That's right. Things like asparagus, things like broccoli, things like cauliflower, lettuce, kale. You get my point. Those things, very low in carbohydrate. They don't tend to raise blood sugar. And in fact, when I wrote my book, The Methuselah Factor, I said, people need to be eating more of these vegetables, okay? And we actually recommend this leaf, stem, and flower fast. It's a modified fast. We talk about the benefits of it in this series. You'll find those same principles are in my free video series online. Remember, it's called 30 Days to Natural Diabetes and High Blood Pressure Control. They're principles that will help boost your immune system as well. So more information you want to do on a daily basis, check out those videos. You can access them by the link that goes along with this video. So what are we talking about when it comes to nutrition? Eat more plant foods. I don't care what that looks like. Cut back on the milk, the meat, the eggs, the cheese. Add more of those plant foods into your diet, and that will tend to improve your immune system and improve your circulatory health. What about beverages? You've already heard that uh, there's two beverages that are really not your friends when it comes to your circulation, your immune system, your blood pressure, your diabetes. That's right. Alcoholic beverages and caffeinated beverages, not your friends. Just being frank with you. By the way, stuff with artificial sweeteners is not the way to go either. What am I recommending? Well, I'll play my hand here. At this point, if you were watching the video, you would have actually seen me pick up a 
Well, a mason jar with some cloudy-looking fluid in it and drink it. Here's what I say next. You say, what is that? It's actually water. You say, that doesn't look like water. What's that stuff in it? I've actually thrown some magnesium in the water. So uh, magnesium has uh, some significant benefits as far as overall metabolism, has blood pressure lowering effects, and uh, actually has been shown to correlate with decreased risk of the development of diabetes. Most people not getting enough magnesium, especially if they're on water pills, diuretics. So um, actually, I just poured a little bit of milk of magnesia in there. You say, what? That's right. Pretty inexpensive magnesium supplement. Uh, don't drink too much of it or you'll uh, spend a fair amount of time in the bathroom because it's also a laxative if you get too much. But moderate amounts, magnesium uh, can be very beneficial. So whether it's pure water or whether you threw some magnesium in it like I did today, that is a powerful beverage. By the way, if you have kidney failure, don't add more magnesium. You get into serious trouble. Just keep that in mind. We want to talk about the last element, exercising faith. In our book, 14th chapter, 30 Days to Natural Blood Pressure Control. What was that 14th chapter entitled? I'm going to just turn there. I'm going to just read it, make sure my memory is correct. Actually, I know my memory is correct. But we uh, made it a question. Exercising faith in God? Question mark? Now, some of you just hearing the name of God, you'll say, why are you putting this in a health video? We've been talking about stress management. We've been talking about social connections. Whether you're an atheist, an agnostic, whether you're a person that is uh, an adherent of one of the major religions in the world, we need to exercise faith in something. Faith is deteriorating. Confidence. Who, who can you trust? And I'd like to suggest to you that uh, there are some trustworthy sources today. And uh, I would encourage you to, uh, to look out there for them, not just sources that go along with your preconceived ideas. I'm not going to editorialize in this presentation, but I think part of a problem is many of us are not listening to things that don't go along with our preconceived ideas, and that is not the way to get at what is truth. Let me tell you about my last resource. My last resource is a handout. It's a detailed handout, number of pages that go through a number of these immune strategies that we've been talking about. It gives you even more detail, but it gives it to you from a stress management context and from this aspect of exercising faith. From someone who once described myself as an agnostic, someone who thought, what was called the Holy Scriptures, just a bunch of stories, fairy tales, good lessons. I have come as a physician to believe that there's cutting-edge medical science that is supported by the ancient council and what people call the Holy Bible. So whether you think that's a holy book or not, that's not my point. In this handout, I look at something called the sanctuary system. It's a construct that basically presents a God very different than many religions present, even Christianity, even Judaism. Uh, they're so-called based on the book, right? Based on the, the Torah, the Old Testament, the New Testament, in the case of Christianity, as well as the Old. Here's my point. Get the free handout. You can get it free by going to compasshealth.net slash sanctuary. Compasshealth.net slash sanctuary. It goes through a framework where I show you that God tries to reveal himself in those holy scriptures as a God who wants to be close to people, not judging, not finding fault, not burning people up, but cares about people, wants to come close to them. And in the context of that sanctuary system, he actually embedded powerful health principles. A lot of scientific references there. If you don't like the Bible stuff, ignore that. But I think it's fascinating. And uh, I think it's worth uh, reading. It's my final free resource to you. So. 
please take advantage of the things that we've talked about in this program. Implement the no pressure system. It's a powerful system that can help you improve your immune system, lower your blood pressure, decrease the problems you're having with your blood sugar. Free resources are out there for you. Look at the attached material, Evading Ebola, free book. I'm offering that to you. You can get my free 30-day lifestyle program, online videos that you watch over the course of 30 days. And by all means, get that free handout, the sanctuary handout that goes through powerful immune-enhancing principles and also shows you some biblical connections, interesting if nothing else. Well, that concludes the uh, main audio portions from that video, Beyond Immune Enhancement. But I promised you that I'd throw some material in from a another recent YouTube video that I released. This one is called Three Overlooked Keys to High Blood Pressure Control. And you could say, well, there's probably going to be some overlap because I've just been speaking about things that can make a difference as far as your immune system and your circulatory functioning. And you guessed it. There'll be some review of some of the concepts we talked about, but we'll also tie things together in a different way that I think will make this show even more powerful as far as making a difference in your life and in the lives of those you love. With that background, we're going to go to some audio content drawn from my video, Three Overlooked Keys to High Blood Pressure Control. Are you wondering what you can do to finally get that blood pressure to come down naturally? I'm Dr. David DeRose. I want to tell you about three overlooked keys to high blood pressure control. So what are those three keys? Well, the first one has to do with exercise. Now you say, I don't need to hear this. I already have heard hundreds of times about how I need to exercise. No, I'm gonna tell you about something very simple that you can do, anybody can do it, even a person in a wheelchair can do this form of exercise. It has been clinically demonstrated to lower blood pressure. So that is gonna be the first key. Dr. David DeRose, back in the American Indian and Alaska Native Living radio studio, I do have to tell you one very important detail about this particular video, the three overlooked keys to high blood pressure control. It was drawn from a project that featured my book, The Methuselah Factor, and some related videos that originally went along with it. So you'll hear me referring to the book, The Methuselah Factor, and talking about things that were actually part and parcel of a 30-day program designed to improve circulatory health. With that background, let's listen to me talk about grip strength exercise. That's right. That's where we're headed. And uh, although you won't see me holding one of those grip strength devices, I think you'll pick up on the fact that that's what I'm doing as this segment opens up. We're talking about getting a grip. As we begin, I'm actually turning right into the book, The Methuselah Factor, page 132. And it's instructing me to actually get a grip strength device. So I happen to have one right here. And um, I've also got my timer all set. Okay, we got it going here. There we go. You say, what am I doing? I'm actually getting a grip. And it really relates to something that often happens when I'm giving a lecture about health, the Methuselah factor, other topics. People say, but what happens if I can't exercise? You encourage walking or running. What happens if I'm wheelchair bound? What do I do? Well, right now you're looking at one strategy. That's using a grip strength device. What I'm doing is called isometric exercise. My hand is not pumping this grip strength device. It's holding it firmly. Now, if I were following the protocol in my book, 
I have chosen a grip strength device that causes me to exert a grip strength about 30% of my maximal contraction. And I haven't actually measured this particular device, but I'm guessing this is somewhat close, maybe a little bit closer to 50%. But what I'm going to be doing is holding this for two minutes. That's why the timer's running. If you're wondering where we're at, we're about halfway through. What I'm going to do once that timer goes off is I'm going to take a break for one minute and I'm going to switch hands. The protocol is actually one that's been used, it's been studied, and what they actually find is this particular grip strength activity. If you do it three times a week, each exercise session, you do four sets. One with one hand, then one with the other. A minute break in between. Then you switch back to this hand, then back to the other, so you get four sets in. You say, what happens when you do that? They've actually demonstrated some impressive things as I map out in the book. Significant blood pressure lowering is one of the results of using this isometric grip strength. Did you know that something as simple as a grip strength device could significantly lower your blood pressure? That's key number one. Regular exercise, no matter who you are. But we've got two more things coming up in our final segment that can help you naturally lower your blood pressure. I'm Dr. David DeRose. Stay tuned. We'll be back with our final segment right after this. Today's broadcast has been pre-recorded. However, if you have questions about today's show or would like further information, please call 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. We'll be right back after this. The following is a public service announcement for victims of child abuse. If child abuse victims don't get counseling or help, they so often become abusers themselves. The victim doesn't make the decisions... They just take the orders. I got help, and so can you. If you've experienced child abuse, find someone to talk to, someone you can trust and share your hurt and disappointments. Go to overcomingabuse.org. That's overcomingabuse.org. Hi, I'm Dr. Shelley Flace with today's tip for kids from the American Academy of Pediatrics. If you own firearms, it's your responsibility to make sure they're always stored safely. Hiding them in a closet or drawer is not enough. Kids know where they are. Research shows the risk of injury and death is lower if guns are stored unloaded and locked up with the ammunition locked in a separate place. This is important when children are young as well as when they grow into teenagers. For more, talk with your pediatrician or visit HealthyChildren.org. So I wanted to talk with you and your mom today, Lily, because some people at school have noticed changes going on with you, and we're concerned. Like what? Who? Some of your friends, teachers, it sounds like you've lost interest in a lot of things lately. You're hanging with new friends? So? So, individually, maybe those things are no big deal. But taken together, and then the incident the other day, you were with Derek when he was caught selling marijuana. Yeah, he was selling it. Honey, we know. But we care about you and, and want to know what's going on. That's right. We just want to understand better and see how we might help. And if weed is a part of it, we just want to make sure you understand the negative consequences for someone your age. The physical and mental health effects, the poor decision-making, and the confusing legal aspects these days. So what do you say? Can we talk? For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian and Alaska Native Living. 
Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. You're back with Dr. David DeRose for the final segment of today's edition of American Indian and Alaska Native Living Radio. We've been looking at three overlooked keys to high blood pressure control. It's material drawn from a recent YouTube video that I released. We talked first about exercise. Now we're going to speak about caffeine. You say, wait a minute, we've already featured that on today's edition of the broadcast. That's why I'm going to fast forward in the video to the section where it talks about the behavioral effects of caffeine. Take a listen. Years ago, I had the privilege of studying under the late Dr. Burnell Baldwin. Dr. Baldwin so inspired me, he actually is the one to whom I dedicated the book, The Methuselah Factor. It was Dr. Baldwin that really introduced me to the wonders of hemorrheology, blood fluidity. Baldwin told me and my fellow classmates that caffeine was dubbed by the famous Russian scientist Pavlov as bad habit glue. And by that, Pavlov meant that if you were using caffeine, it would be more difficult to develop new behaviors. We're talking about a 30-day journey, a challenge every day. If you want to be optimally successful, caffeine could interfere. In fact, some would say will likely interfere with your ability to develop these new behaviors. Let me just illustrate this for you by tackling one of the objections I've heard when it comes to cutting back on the caffeine. Some have said, hey, I read an article. It said, if I want to live longer, I need to drink coffee. Some years ago, a study was published in the New England Journal of Medicine. It was the first time I heard that claim made, drink more coffee, live longer. And so I decided to actually read the actual scientific journal article. You know, if you just read what comes out in the lay press, you might be misled. And so as I was reading through this New England Journal of Medicine study, I learned it was an incredibly well-designed study. Over 600,000 individuals in it. They were looking at detailed lifestyle factors. And they looked at coffee drinking. Now listen to a statement from the article. It's included in my book, The Methuselah Factor. In age-adjusted analyses, coffee consumption was associated with increased mortality among both men and women. They say, wait a minute. The late press said that this study showed that people who drank coffee lived longer. But if you understood what I just read in Medicalese, they were saying, when you compare two people of a given age, the one who drank more coffee died sooner. So wait a minute. How could it be? How could the raw data show one thing and the researchers and the press come to a totally opposite conclusion? Here's how. Because when they looked at those who were drinking more coffee, they found the more coffee a person drank, the more it was associated with, listen, smoking cigarettes, drinking more than three alcoholic beverages a day, eating more red meat, having lower educational attainments, neglecting to engage in vigorous physical activity, and consuming fewer fruits and vegetables. All of these things are known to shorten our lifespan. Are you seeing what's going on here? The researchers found that coffee drinking was associated with bad habits. The very thing we would expect if Pavlov and Dr. Baldwin were right. Well, what happened then? The researchers in the New England Journal of Medicine study tried to correct for all these bad habits. 
and they came to the conclusion that once you undid all the effects of the smoking and the poor diet and the lack of exercise and lack of educational attainment, coffee actually helped you live longer. Now, I know that may seem laughable. It's not. It's not laughable at all. The, the researchers were doing just what we'd expect them to do to try to isolate the effects of one factor. But the whole point is this. The fallacy of coming to a conclusion that is different than what the actual free-living people are illustrating. I call it a fallacy. Other people would argue. They say I'm being too strong with my judgment. But here's my point. What the research is really underscoring is my big concern with caffeine, that it's going to get in the way of you getting on a more optimal lifestyle. So cut down on the caffeine. Leave it out altogether if you're bold enough and you're on your way to better blood fluidity. So what would it look like? to cut down on your caffeine, or maybe even leave it out altogether. I know that may sound like cruel and unusual punishment, but it can make a big difference when it comes to optimizing your lifestyle. But I promised you three overlooked keys to blood pressure control. And the third one I already told you at the beginning of the series was, well, fasting. Just how powerful fasting can be. Hmm not realized by many people, at least in my experience as a physician. I'm going to share with you another uh, presentation that I gave dealing with eating more green leafy vegetables and how fasting can help you optimize your intake of phytochemicals and can also do some profound things for your blood fluidity, which in turn can lower your blood pressure and decrease your risk of a host of complications. Again, this video first came out in the series the Methuselah Factor, 30 daily videos to enhance your diet and lifestyle program. Let's take a look. Now, some years ago, we knew a young lady. She would not eat vegetables at all. She would not eat many fruits even. She was clearly in the meat and potato department, but leaving off the potatoes. You get the picture? How are you going to get somebody like that? to dramatically increase their intake of green leafy vegetables. Well, here's what I suggest. If it's just too much to think of stomaching vegetables every day or most days of the week, you have another way that you can go green. I'll allow you to go on the leaf, stem, and flower fast. It's one of my all-time fasts as far as putting patients on fast. I really enjoy this fast because it has a margin of protection. You're allowing people to eat what we call low glycemic index foods, foods that do not tend to raise blood sugar. What, what are we talking about? Leaf, stem, and flower foods. We're talking about leafy vegetables like kale, like collards, like lettuce, like spinach. You get the picture? We're talking about stem and flower vegetables like celery, like asparagus, like cauliflower, like broccoli. You get the picture, right? So you can eat any of these foods, and we say one day a week, if you're going on the least stem or flower fast, one day a week, you can eat any of those foods. You can juice them. Granted, they're not very palatable juiced. You can steam them. You can eat them raw. That day, it's just leaf stem flower fast. You say, Dr. Rose, I hate this stuff. I, I could tolerate celery. Well, maybe that's all you're going to eat for the day is just celery. Now you say, could this be dangerous? Well, it could be. If you're on medication for blood sugar, if you're on medication for blood pressure, in fact, some of the blood pressure drugs can raise potassium levels and you'd be getting a lot of potassium in those fruits and vegetables. So here's the bottom line. 
If you have questions about the safety of such a practice, definitely, like I've been encouraging you in this series, talk with your primary care provider. If you've got kidney issues, definitely, this is not a diet that you want to go on. You don't want to ramp up your plant food consumption. You can get into big trouble. Talk with your renal dietitian or your nephrologist if you're trying to see if you can safely incorporate some additional plant foods. Well, there you have it. Three overlooked keys. Three overlooked keys to optimizing your blood pressure. Hopefully you enjoyed that material. If you'd like more, I've got a lot of free resources on my YouTube channel, which is simply Compass Health Consulting. You can also go to my website, compasshealth.net. We've got free materials as well as places you can pick up my books and videos. Well, that concludes the audio excerpts from two recently released YouTube videos that I put out. The first one, Beyond Immune Enhancement, and the second, Three Overlooked Keys to Natural High Blood Pressure Control. I'm Dr. David DeRose, your host for American Indian and Alaska Native Living Radio, and I hope you enjoyed the presentation today. Not only do I think it's cutting-edge information that can help you and those you love with important issues that relate to optimal immune functioning, but as you could see from the perspective of today's show, these things are interrelated with other really pandemic chronic diseases like diabetes and high blood pressure. If you didn't catch the whole show, you can just take advantage of those free YouTube videos. Remember, one of them, Beyond Immune Enhancement, and the other three overlooked keys to natural blood pressure control. If you didn't catch it earlier in the show, it's pretty simple to get that material. Just go to my YouTube channel, Compass Health Consulting. Compass Health is one word, consulting. It's a YouTube channel and you can watch those videos. But even more importantly, if you didn't hear it at the top of the show, on that same YouTube channel, we have a playlist for American Indian and Alaska Native Living Radio, and we're going to continue. It's our goal to continue to put out some bonus YouTube content for a number of the shows that we'll be doing in the future. We've already got another one lined up uh, coming out shortly. So, Jump onto the YouTube channel, share the podcast uh, sites with those that you care about, and get material out there that can make a difference in Indian country and beyond. Hopefully, that's encouraging to you. And really, all we can do is keep getting a message out about better health throughout Indian country. I'm Dr. David DeRose. Hopefully, this show has made a difference for you. And as always, I'm wishing you the very best of health. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.